0: hey kim hey listeners welcome to another episode of pun and fun with kim and john the weekly podcast where two best friends come together to talk anything and everything entertainment and pop culture dude i i didn't even know if this podcast was gonna happen this week i'm trying not to laugh because it took fucking forever to even get on what was happening
1: Dude, I'm just finally... <laughs> I'm just happy we're... <laughs> I can't even get the words right. Like, this has been mind-fucking-boggling. This was a total mind-fuck. Like, we've... Dude, I can't... Dude,
0: <laughs> to to our loyal listeners, um, I think it took us longer than a podcast just to get this thing <laughs> up and running. So this is our love for our listeners.
1: <laughs> our four listeners. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe 5. Maybe <laughs> 5. <laughs> oh my god, we did it. We made it. I don't I don't know if I feel more relieved that we made it to the podcast or that we finished season 2 of Never Have I Ever.
1: Can I tell you that it, it took us longer to get to this podcast than it did to binge season two? <laughs> that's how much technical difficulty we were having. Like, it was unbelievable. Oh my um, God, that's so true. But I am, um, so I remember where, when we last spoke about um, Never Have I Ever, we were like, you know, we don't know if we're going to be able to finish season two or, you know, by the time we do the podcast, should we binge or what was happening with our schedules? And, Lo and behold, we banged out the season like in a day and a half, basically.
0: I mean, what was that? Why was that even a question? I I mean, I'm such a moron. I mean, why did I even question that we wouldn't finish that in time for our podcast?
1: Dude, not a moron, but I totally feel you. I feel more of a moron for even disbelieving us. Like, we know ourselves right now. You know what I mean?
0: Dude, I mean, seriously. I mean, this is like, you know never have I ever we're talking about but now here's the problem and this touches upon what we talked about in a previous podcast with the whole love-hate relationship with binge watching because I don't know about you but I seriously don't know what I'm going to do with myself for a whole year now that we have finished this.
1: You are so funny because I have this habit where I would love something so much but the minute I push play, ten minutes in, I'm already mourning the end of a season. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, like nine episodes ahead of me and I'm already mourning it. Yeah.
0: Dude, I, I mean when I got to episode ten, yes. I kinda I got I, I got a little cold sweat in the back of my neck. So I was like, This this is it. <laughs> this is gonna be three hundred and sixty-four days before season three and that shit's gonna suck.
1: Well, now that she had to mention every fucking day of thought, never have
0: I ever <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, I'm telling you, this is why I broke out in a cold sweat. I mean, I, I, I'm I, kind of. Look, I mean, let's be honest. There was no way we were going to stretch this out 10 weeks. let, let would not. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, who are we fooling, right? <laughs> no. But, I mean, dude, we devoured that in like a day. And, I, I mean, I. I There's just so much to process. I I mean, there's just so much here. I I think we're gonna have to do two parts for Never Have I Ever.
1: I fully agree with you there. I mean, they added extra characters. There's extra drama, extra laughs, extra tears. Like we, we need the two podcasts just to cover the season.
0: Easily. I mean listen, I could do a whole podcast on comment. Just I'm just <laughs> and it's beard. So I'm just
1: <laughs> I would count the strands and that, yes.
0: Dude, seriously. Um but so let's just kind of just maybe take like um a, a ten thousand feet above the era view. Okay. What how did you feel about the season? Like what did you what did you kind of come away with? Like, how how was it watching it?
1: Um, my favorite episodes right off the bat were f- number one, five, nine, and ten. Uh, the others were just as good, but some of the, one, five, nine, and ten stuck with me, burned in my mind and burned in my soul. How about you? <laughs> Just tattoo the numbers on me. One, five, like, nine, just, nine.
0: No, dude, seriously. I'm like, we should play that. That's like a lottery ticket right <laughs> <then>. <laughs> No, I mean, and Kim, I think we touched upon this in the last episode. Um, and In our last podcast. But, I, if, you know, I walked away from season two feeling just as... Happy, just filled with so many different emotions you know um it it, it just was incredibly moving and funny and heartfelt the fact that this the the season picked up where the first season had left off went right in and you know um continued with the you know um the 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 love triangle between um davy paxton and ben and also going much deeper into her grief with her father and her relationship with her mom i mean those episodes by the way where um uh, the exchanges with, with Devi and her therapist which by the way I, I want to just give a shout out right now to Nishi Nash I hope I'm pronouncing her name right she fucking kills that role as the therapist I love her in that
1: me too I'm at the point where like if she was my therapist I'd create my own problems just to see her <laughs> that's how <what> good she is <laughs> No, dude. If she was my therapist, I wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> right. You know like, what I mean? I, I would like go to her and just come up with shit just to have her talk me through things. Like seriously.
0: And sidebar, wrong profession because homegirl is like her office is like you know decked out and she's wearing some nice clothes. I'm like I. I went in the wrong field, but th- that's a whole different conversation, not for pun and fun.
1: <laughs> I totally agree with you. That's a beautiful offer. So I'm like, yo, how much are the copays? Damn. I'm like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> serious. But no, I mean, I just, oh God, I mean, I'm just, I cannot believe. I I think the combination of Love Victor season two and never have i ever season 2 and now the wait of a whole year mm. between I, I mean i cuz listen fucking emily and paris part due and um and just like that that shit's not going to cover it, it it's going to do some it's going to do a little bit but it's not going to do a lot <laughs>
1: let's be real <laughs> That that's just like the appetizer to the entree. We want the good stuff.
0: Well said, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I came here for a meal, not a snack. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: So you know what I loved to um, you you really got into it with. Um, about Davy her the relationship of her mom how much they've grown together and it, i found it so beautiful that Davy is at the point where she's dreaming about her dad and realizes she's dreaming about her dad and i found that so beautiful no
0: i completely agree and and those scenes too by the way were just so tastefully done and just really beautiful and i, I couldn't agree with you more i think her Knowing that she, you know, um, is dreaming of her dad, but knows that, you know, if that's happening, that she's probably asleep. And all those moments, too, where she would replay um, her voice message of her father just so that would calm her. Like, I think anyone who has, you know, lost a parent or has lost a loved one can really relate in trying to hold on to those memories of having that person there with you to kind of carry you on to you know have you move forward I- again it's just those moments in the in the show you know coupled with the humor and then you know the craziness it, it just it, it makes for just such a great cocktail of awesomeness that the show is and it's just it's just, incredible i mean and i want to just also just apologize to the listeners there's just so much here so forgive us if we kind of bounce around but <laughs> 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 but you know what i mean
1: no i completely agree i i was at the point when i was watching those scenes between her and her dad it was so beautiful i admit it i brought out the kleenex i was a hot mess and at the I was end was a of the- hot mess with you <laughs> And yep. at the end of the episode, I'm like, I need someone to call me their perfect girl. What the fuck? Who's going to call me that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was... oh And and then to see... You know, for me, when I saw that Davy was dreaming about her dad, I, I found it as maybe a form of beginning of accepting it. And at the same time when the mother is kind of dating Common, you see her struggling and continue to struggle with it too.
0: Yes. No, I completely agree with you. You know, first of all, I also... Oh, man. The scenes with Common and the mom, I just, you know, how they started in the beginning of the season as these sort of, you know, rivals, and then as the season progressed... They became potential love interests, and perhaps maybe you know, something maybe more was just so. um, You know, Common did such a great job with that character. I'm being honest; like, he was really like in those scenes, and you know, and and the mother is just she is perfect. the The actress that plays. uh Nala- am N- Nalani am I saying Nalani I think I think Nalani yeah uh hopefully I'm uh, getting the mom's name you know name right um she's just she's fantastic and I really my heart broke when she went to him um I think in the second or last episode um to just basically say you know th- that right now the timing is not right um, it, like it, my heart just broke. And the fact that in part her decision was being made because of her daughter, um, you know, you just see the struggles of this mother just trying to, you know, heal her own pain and her heart and her suffering, but also recognizing, you know um the pain and the suffering that her daughter is going through um and and there's just so much there it's just it's 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 very complicated
1: i i completely agree and i found it also very interesting that her character is so strong and fierce and independent and yet when Carmen gave her great advice about just saying yes yes and she took that to heart that was like whoa that was a big step
0: that was a big step that was beautiful and um Also, I think it was in the second episode when she goes over to India and what she thought was was going to be her bringing over her family. In turn, she brings her mother-in-law. So this is now her deceased husband's mom. And by the way, I love her too. She's a great addition to the whole cast and the family dynamic. But, you know just seeing how she when when davy was speaking um rather rudely to her mom and i think it was in like one of the later episodes when she was really upset that basically she felt that her mom was just you know moving on so quickly since her dad had died and Um, It was her grandmother that was saying, you know, you don't speak to your mother like that. And, you know, that whole exchange was just, I thought, very powerful. And what I thought was really interesting was that the mom didn't say anything in that scene. She really just, you know, she took in everything that her daughter was saying. And her mother-in-law was kind of speaking in a way for her and just, I, I mean... What did you think of that scene?
1: I thought it was so powerful. And you are so right when you said that the mother kind of stepped back and let Davy speak, which was good because you would think that in most family relationships that would not be the case. I was very glad that Davy got to speak her mind, that the grandmother stepped up. And, you know, here's her daughter-in-law or some would even see it as a former daughter-in-law because the, the husband is dead Yeah. but for her to still love her as an actual daughter and still, you know, say this is not how you treat your mother and your mother who supports you through all these years and continues to do so, that was just, again, another strong female, you know support in that house, it's just the dynamics is just incredible
0: no it really is and it just it just says so much also that she can go to her mother-in-law and and again you know in, in uh, you know um, most circumstances perhaps like I, I don't know I mean you would kind of maybe think that sometimes those relationships just sort of you know Um, grow apart because you don't have that connection anymore Mm -hmm. but here it's very much alive and that was just so beautiful to see and the fact that she came and, and you know she she's now in America and she's in the house there to help it was just it was wonderful and she's hysterical too like the whole that whole scene where Davy was sneaking out of the house so she can do the apology tour for Anissa we can get to that too <laughs> but how she kind of rigged the house with like that kind of Ferris Bueller sort of you know um, voiceover wrapping all the cookies and like a hundred little wrappers I mean that <laughs> yeah. was hysterical and I loved it
1: <laughs> Now um. You know, I got to bring this up. Um, What did you think? Okay, first of all, we we probably have to replay this several times. But do you remember the scene? (laughs) Do you remember the scene where they were choosing dresses for the dance?
0: The uh, dresses for the dance is this fabulous in a dress. Yes. yeah,
1: and the phone uh, drops. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so Eleanor pulls out two dresses and shows it to um, Davy. Yes. But it doesn't look like either of the dresses are the one that Davy chooses. No. Okay. So am I led to believe that Eleanor had more dresses or is there a continuity issue?
0: Oh, man. Or maybe Davy just had one and she went with the one that she had. But now that you bring this up, I'm going to have to go back to that scene.
1: I don't know, but if if Mindy Kaling's listening, listening, can you answer this for us? Because we can't figure <laughs> it out.
0: Drop us a message, uh, please. <laughs> and if you like, and if you like our little dog and pony podcast, please leave us a, a rating. Thank you. <laughs> Love you, Mindy.
1: <laughs> Love yous.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, and there was a lot of stuff too that that happened. So. Fabiola, um, uh, this is Davy and Eleanor's best friend, Fabiola, the lesbian, um, and Eve. Um, Their relationship really kind of took off this season.
1: I I agree. My only thing is, is it just me or does Eve... Is Eve trying to play the character as very quiet and reserved? Because She doesn't seem very, um, her personality doesn't really come through. Does that make sense? Like, she's pretty, don't get me wrong. But like, she seems flat. That's what I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I was just happy. Like, I was feeling like Fabiola was feeling a little suffocated. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she really just explained it well towards the end of the season where, you know, since coming out, like, you know, she either was just too gay for, you know, her non-gay friends and for her non-gay friends, she was too gay. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, she kind of didn't know sort of what lane kind of t- t- to go in and that. In the end, she's just like, I'm just going to be myself. Like, you know, this is just a part of me and I love robots and I, you know what I mean? Like, it was when when she was having that dance when they were um, voted queen and queen, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, I mean, she did rock. I mean, she did take off like her really cool outfit and she decided to go into like her science Polo yeah. and jeans. I was like, this is a winner dance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she looked better in the suit. I love that white suit in season one. She should have worn that again.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you know, it was a really sweet moment that she had with Eve and sort of, you know, just saying, like, this is who she is, like, love me for for all of me and for me. And I thought they had a really sweet moment.
1: And what I really like too is how when she was in the lab fixing gears and all her friends pulled together and it's like, be your authentic self. Oh
0: Yes.
1: Oh, the love in that room. Damn.
0: I completely agree.
1: Yeah. Like we need more of that in this world, man.
0: And dude, just as a like just to go back on the the winter dance. So by the way, everybody, the winter dance was the was um the finale was the season finale episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um okay. I feel like every fucking show that I watch, whether it's like Love Victor, Never Have I Ever, like I mean, what budget do these schools have for like these dances and shit? I mean, <laughs> this was a maze balls.
1: All I know is I feel like all the schools in California have a similar budget and people on the East Coast got screwed over. That's all it's No,
0: like. big time. I mean, like, that looked awesome, that Dan. you, D- 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 S- serious?
1: Is this like a private school, public school tax issue? What the fuck is it? I don't get D- it.
0: Listen, I don't know what it is, but I just know that, like, that I went to the wrong school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even like, the, like, they like I mean, you know, um uh fabiola's like in like this science club that's making robots i'm like holy smokes
1: yeah we were making like projects out of popsicle sticks i do know how you talk Yo, i that. couldn't even get my locker open
0: between classes <laughs> 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 and, like we're making robots and shit but anyway i, I digress <laughs>
1: speaking of robots robots and on the topics of science let's talk about Kamala
0: yes what did you make of like of that whole thing and, and how that went down
1: okay can I tell you that season one I liked her boyfriend Steve I also liked Prashant but Prashant there was something too good about him I didn't trust but I'm like thinking, this is Never Have I Ever. They're going to be good characters. I can trust this. I feel safe. And in season two, when he opened his mouth, I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling Prashant. I may have to push Prashant. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel?
0: I mean, but can I be honest? So basically he was telling. So what happened was um, Uh, was it Evan or Eric was um, Kamala's um, boss in the science lab and he took credit for work that she did and did not put her name on an article that was being submitted for a journal. Total total D-bag move. And I understood where Prashant was coming from and basically... You know, trying to find like-minded things that are similar to kind of connect yourself with a peer that you may not get along with and, you know, don't burn a bridge and, like, I, I got what he said but I mean I, I mean I think it's interesting, I mean, do you think that that, you know resulted, I mean, do you think that meant that, like he was just not right for her
1: i i feel the same as you i get why he said that but at the same time i feel like her character while she would appreciate what he said she would need someone that supports her and would stand up for her standing up for herself Um, do you
0: do you think he didn't support her
1: I think he did support her, but not... I think he would have been better off supporting her standing up for herself as opposed to saying, you know, put your head down, just do it, it's almost over.
0: No, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah.
1: you You know,
0: you're right. I think there's one thing about, like, so... Him offering his opinion, being like, you know, you may want to do this, but if she's very clear and like, no, like this is wrong, this is what I need to do, then he should have he should have supported her and had her back one hundred percent.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, and like total sidebar, but did you see her cosplay outfit? Yes. Yo, she was giving me Britney toxic vibes
0: totally I was right. like oh my
1: god I'm like yes and can I ask you the guy that
0: plays the teacher that she was toothing for at the end yes why does he look so familiar where have I seen him before
1: do I look like a casting director I don't know
0: dude listen <laughs>
1: i don't have his head shot on my table oh
0: my god he looks so familiar it's driving me insane all right i'm gonna have to look look him up
1: well IMDb, imdb i will you. i
0: will definitely do that for sure
1: yeah Yo. total again total what happened to rebecca what
0: happened to rebecca
1: yeah isn't that um paxton's sister rebecca
0: yes yeah, she was in it wait she was Okay, dude, are you kidding me? Did I blink? Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, she was dropping some amazing, like, one-liners. And, like, the one episode where Paxton was really taking advantage of Davey um, and having um, her do all of his um, work, his assignments and tests, and making her feel guilty because he got hit by a car. And then, you know, uh, Rebecca was like, you know... um, have some dignity like yo she was laying on like the one-liners like she was awesome
1: but like did her was she only like five minutes out of the whole season Uh,
0: yeah I will give you I think she had like maybe five minutes of screen time throughout like just the whole season
1: you see listeners this is why I try not to binge because I really have no recollection
0: And dude, can I, can I please, would you indulge me? Can I kind of take a noteworthy tangent, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we can talk about this too in another podcast, and I think we will have to. Why the, because I'm angry, Kim. Ooh. Why the fuck was Never Have I Ever not nominated for an
1: Emmy? Don't fucking start. They were robbed. I mean,
0: listen, Don Cheadle, got nominated for like a supporting actor nomination for like less than two minutes but not one of those actors got nominated are you kidding me right now
1: and is, and again because like I'm lo- I've lost a lot of sleep because I'm been busy binging but was it my imagination or Emily in Paris was also nominated
0: D- yes Emily in Paris was nominated the- for best comedy series. Really? And, and and let me just make this clear. Never have I ever was not nominated for Best Comedy Series.
1: That's bullshit. I mean, I lo- I love Miss Emily in Paris, but they, no, they bribe those fucking people. I know it.
0: No, the only thing I like about Emily in Paris are the fucking croissants, the scenery, and the costumes, and that's it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What? We're not, how can we compare that with Never Have I Ever? Seriously. I mean, I mean yeah. that is total robbery.
1: I mean, it. it's not as heartfelt. It's not as funny. Emily in Paris, to me, is like a kindergarten show compared to Never Have I Ever. It's much smarter and handles so many topics beautifully. I mean, the performances. But again, Don Cheadle
0: gets nominated <laughs> for an Emmy and, like, <gasps> Davy, who's like carrying like the whole show for like 10 episodes she's not recognized by the academy that's bullshit
1: mm. but
0: anyway I'm sorry I do not want to end on that note <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right I don't know if we're wrapping up yet but since you're speaking and ending on notes how did you feel about the last 30 seconds when Eleanor revealed to Ben that no it wasn't always Paxton
0: we are going to have to um,
1: table no, that for no, part
0: two. No, yes, no. yes, <laughs> listeners, um, on that note, we are going to pick up next week. We are going to talk about...
1: Oh, my God. Yes,
0: we're going to talk about that bombshell, and we're going to really, really crack open and dive into paxton ben and davy and what it all means what happened and what it means for season three
1: okay wait before we do
0: (laughs) (laughs) well listen because i'm gonna go crazy because i want to know from you because you've asked me what team i'm on and i want to know what team you're on and we're gonna we are going to talk about it on our next podcast
1: Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever had this much patience before. So, can I tell you, I, I'm sure like a lot of people out there, I flip-flop between Ben and Paxton. But I was talking to someone this weekend, and for a split second, I could not remember Paxton. All I could remember was Ben. So I'm like, does that mean I'm Team Ben because i couldn't remember Paxton's name. All i remember is him being shirtless. Fuck yeah. But like i i don't i don't know.
0: Okay, listen, the only reason why you forgot Paxton's name over the weekend was because yesterday was like 90 degrees and you were suffering from heat stroke. So <laughs> <laughs> So that explains that. <laughs> don't worry.
1: Oh, man. So we I gotta know. <laughs> Are you team Ben or team Paxton?
0: We're going to talk about that. Dude, don't do that to me. Don't do
1: that to me. Don't do that to me. This is a friendship of over 20 years on the line.
0: <laughs> no, we will get into all of that.
1: Oh my God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How did you feel about uh Paxton and um, Debbie finally being a couple? <sighs>
0: there's so much to say I, I can't I'm not gonna I'm not right, gonna, I'm right. not gonna give it to do if I try to cram it in 10 seconds
1: 10 seconds love it hate it finally thank god no not feeling it like
0: no it was it was just a mix of so much like mm. I mean no I have a lot to say because I also had issues with Paxton's behavior leading Ooh. leading up to that scene so listen there's a lot to get into
1: wait i do want to say this though you know that scene where they kiss um when he hits over car and then they kiss yes for me that scene was ruined by john Macron's voiceover really yes
0: interesting oh, okay listen you gotta save that for the next podcast oh but All can right. i can i just add <laughs> can i just add another thing to paxton's column if i may
1: Yes, a six-pack. But yes.
0: So not only can he take off a shirt with one hand, did you remember? And I think it was like episode three. The dude can eat a pop tart with one hand. He could Oh, when o- he ripped that, yeah. He can <laughs>
1: open up a pop tart
0: package
1: with one hand. Dude, he can pop my tart anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, (laughs) Kim,
0: this was so much fun. I miss you like crazy. Same, Um, dude, same. I miss you so much. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you. Thank you so much for for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let us know. And we cannot wait to speak with you again soon. So thank you.
1: Thank you. It's good speaking with everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Peace. Thank you.